0: On today's Shape It Up Over 40 podcast, I'm going to be giving you 17 tips to get a great night's sleep. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Shape It Up Over 40 podcast. My name is Nicole Simonin and I am so happy that you are here today. We're talking about sleep today and I personally like 95% of the time get really, really good night's sleep and I can fall asleep very quickly. I, as a child, have been known to like, like when I was studying actually for physical therapy, I could study for about 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, and then I would fall dead asleep for about 10 minutes. Um, Also, when I was dancing um, professionally in the ballet company, I was also known to take little what my mom used to call power naps um, throughout the day, or even I remember being in the studio and just laying my back and pulling my knees up into my chest and falling asleep and kind of listening for my name to be called of whatever role I was doing. And then I would just jump up and jump back into whatever choreography we are working on. So I know how to sleep for sure. So I wanted to give you 17 tips on how to get a great night's sleep. Now, if you are listening on the podcast, um, and you don't want to write all this down, just head to shapeitupfitness.com and look for this episode and I will have the complete list up there for you as well. So let's dive into the 17 tips. Oh, before we do, I forgot, um, I am tweaking some things with the podcast. So from here on out, I will be coming to you once a week we're going to be doing same thing, fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and we will have guests, but it's just going to be once a week. So I hope that you will continue to stay on and listen in on the podcast. All right. So 17 tips to getting a great night's sleep. I know that not everybody falls asleep easily. Um, My husband is actually one of them. (laughs) He does not fall asleep easily and gets kind of I think he's just jealous that I can fall asleep a lot faster than him. (laughs) So tip number one, limit your caffeine. I am a big coffee drinker. I do half calf. So I do half regular and half decaf. My body just has a hard time with full caffeine. So, and I think that's because as a ballet dancer, and even in college, I would drink two full pots, of regular coffee a day and this is when i didn't really know anything about nutrition and didn't really drink a lot of water so i was drinking a lot of coffee and my body just retaliated at some point so that is why i do half caffeine so limit your caffeine um i personally know that i can't have coffee after 4 p.m caffeinated coffee uh or i will be up until midnight Tip number two, limit your alcohol. Avoid excessive consumption before bedtime. If you are trying to get a lean body or trying to work on your weight loss goals, alcohol, you can add it in your diet. But ideally, I like to tell clients, if you can not have alcohol, I think it's ideal because alcohol is very close to sugar. And as far as molecularly structured, Alcohol also will lower your inhibitions and you are have a tendency to desire more food or do things that you know, if you hadn't been drinking, you probably would be sticking to your weight loss plans. That doesn't mean I do have some clients that were able to keep it in, but ideally, if you want to see the results a lot faster, I say skip it. But we're talking about sleeping too, so <laughs> uh, limit your alcohol before you go to bed. Number three, quit smoking already. Nicotine is a stimulant and I really don't think I need to give you any more reasons to quit because I'm sure you know how bad cigarettes are for you. Number four, limit television viewing or iPad viewing or phone viewing before bed. This one doesn't bother me too much unless it's like I'm watching something scary or something that's really stimulating my brain or my thoughts. So limit television viewing before bed. Number five, lower the thermostat. Your body actually sleeps better in cooler temperatures. And ladies, if you're over 40 and you're in that perimenopausal phase, you might want a cooler just to stay cool. (laughs) Um, Sleeping with a fan also helps just keep you cool. It also provides a little bit of white noise, uh, drowns out the other noises in the house or outside of the house. Number six, take a hot bath one to two hours before bed. If you have children, young children, take a bath whenever you can. (laughs) A bath is very soothing and you can relax in it. It makes you relaxed and it's so much easier to fall asleep when you have a bath. Number seven, this is important for all you entrepreneurs out there. Do not work in your bed Consider your bed, your private oasis for sleeping, reading, and other curricular activities, but not work. Number eight, if you need a nap, do so earlier on in the day. If you even need to take one, I every now and then I still will take a little mini power nap or cat nap, whatever you want to call it. It could be 10 to 15 minutes. It depends on really how I'm feeling and what's going on. Um, and Kind of the same rule with the caffeine, like I don't do it after four. Granted, I am getting up early. I'm usually up around five a.m. So I guess it depends on what time you go to bed too. Number nine, avoid having a large meal right before bed. I know I don't like to go to bed starving, like really hungry, and I don't like to wake up in the middle of the night hungry. So if you need to have a light meal, Habits. you can lose weight no matter what time you eat i don't recommend having this huge meal like right before you go to bed there have been many times when i've leaned out or been prepping for a contest or prepping for a photo shoot and i have still eaten after six and still lost weight again it's calories in versus calories out if you are burning more than what you are intaking you're going to lose scale weight So in the past, sometimes I've eaten at 9, 9.30, and then gone to bed at 10 without any problems losing weight. And that can happen for you too, it doesn't matter, as long as you're burning more than you're intaking. Number 10, block out additional light and noise. So if you aren't a sound sleeper, earplugs you could try, or a sleep mask to cover your eyes, this is gonna help you get a good night's sleep. Also, curtains that block out the light from the outside, they're also a good investment. It depends on how you like to sleep like I like a little bit of light in the room. Some people like it completely dark. It's really up to you, but you got to find out what works for you. So number 11. After lying down, if you find that you're still awake 30 minutes later, get up and do something like read a book, write or even yoga or meditate. Don't do something like I don't recommend going and turning on the TV because you'll get sucked into whatever you're watching and then it'll be three hours later and still haven't gone to bed but me personally i like to read i don't know what it is about reading it just relaxes me and puts me to sleep so that you can do or if i find that i am having a lot of thoughts or like things that are not settled in my brain i will start writing down what's going on in my head and just so i have it and it kind of like i call it a brain dump and you just kind of Write whatever's in your head. And then the next day you can look at it and figure out if you want to dive into it or not, or forget about it. Number 12, mentioned this earlier. Use blackout curtains or shades to block out the light in your room. Number 13, invest in a good pillow and a comfy mattress i think we spend like a third of our life in bed sleeping so make sure you get a bed that you find is comfortable again that depends on the person some people like soft mattresses some people like harder mattresses some people like goldilocks like it right in between you have to go and try them out and see what works for you definitely a good pillow i think is important you want a pillow that's going to support your neck For me personally, I have a lot of allergy issues, so I like to be propped up a little bit so I don't get so stuffy. But again, find out what works for you. Number 14, have a reliable alarm. You're not gonna get a good night's sleep if you're anxious that your alarm is not going to wake you up the next day. I love this alarm, I can't remember what it's called, but basically you put it on your nightstand and then when it goes off it starts to roll and it'll hit the floor and keep rolling. So you have to kind of chase your alarm to get out of bed. I think that is such a creative idea. I, again, don't know who designed it um, or where you can find it, but that will definitely get you up out of bed. There are some people that set two alarms going off at different times. Uh, I will highly recommend that you only set one time for the alarm to go off, meaning I know I have some clients who like to set their alarm for say 630, then 640, then 650, and then they get up at seven. (laughs) Just set it for seven if that's the time you're getting up. Because every time you, like the alarm goes off and then you go back to sleep and then it goes off again, you're, you're throwing your body out of that. Like not that you're going to get into that REM cycle, but you're throwing your body off. It's so much better to just get up when the alarm goes off. Number 15, this one's important I find because it just sets you up for the next day. So prepare all the things you need for the morning, the night before. First thing I do is I wake up and I make coffee and I go work out. So the night before I am prepping my coffee to make sure I can do it, like make it without like being half asleep basically. (laughs) You can set, you know, your coffee. uh, Most of the coffee makers have a time setter where you can set what time your coffee wants to be made. Then I have everything set up for what I wanna put in my coffee, that kind of thing. So the less thinking I have to do in the morning, the better. I also prepare my clothes. So I make sure that I have a complete workout outfit that I am gonna wear. I make sure I have my work, work clothes lined out And so it's so much easier. There's a lot less thinking early in the morning when my brain is kind of half asleep. Number 16, leave a notepad on your nightstand. That way, if you think of something you need to do or, you know, a task or even like I said earlier about like something that's on your mind, you can write it down and forget about it until the morning. I do recommend a pen and paper if you can put a dim light on or something, because if you get on your phone and you write a note, you are more likely to find yourself on Facebook or Instagram scrolling around for the next three hours. Old-fashioned notepad and pen, pencil by your bed, um, maybe a soft low light that you can see. I know there were a couple times when I would write on a pad and I would just kind of just write and hope that it like was somewhere on the pad (laughs) I'd wake up in the morning sometimes I wouldn't understand what I wrote but sometimes um, it was pretty like it was enough where I could make sense of it the last one number 17 get in a great workout when you are moving your body when you are physically active it's so much easier to go to bed and just, your body's just ready to kind of shut down and and regenerate. When you start working out, depending on what fitness level you're at, make sure you're starting out slowly and building up to an intensity that is appropriate for you. All right, so I hope these tips have helped you. Uh, Again, you can go to the episode Um, listing on shapeitupfitness.com and you can see all the 17 tips. If you really enjoy this podcast, or if you have really been enjoying all the podcasts, I want to invite you to book a call with me. We can jump on the phone for 60 minutes and we're going to chat about what's really holding you back from your weight loss. So if you are a woman over 40 and you are looking to ditch 40 or more pounds for the last time, head to shapeitupfitness.com and schedule your call with me today. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next week on the Shape It Up Over 40 podcast.